Hey, New Life, uh, it is my privilege to bring us into the last chapter of the book of First Peter. And uh, I, this is just a really personal and a meaningful passage to me. And so um, I, I just invite you in to a passage that, that, that means a ton to me personally. And um, I, I hope it means something pretty significant to you. This is a passage about what it means to be an elder, or in, in Peter's language, a shepherd of the flock of God. Uh, that's, that's actually why we get that word pastor, is from the word shepherd, our, our call to shepherd. And, and, and here's what I'm going to do. This is just real vulnerable here. Um, you're going to see the way in which God judges me. You're going to see here in this passage the way that God judges pastors and elders. And in doing this, I, I want to invite you to pray for us as pastors and elders, and I want to just invite you to, to be those who, who call us to the standard here that Christ calls us to. Uh, so let's pick up the passage here. I, even visually in this passage, I, I, I view this passage as like this tightrope. It's a tightrope to glory on the other side. So here's how Peter uh, starts to wind down his, his, uh, his letter. He's, he's directing right now what he's writing to the elders in the congregation. So I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is to be revealed. So let me just pause there. It's so beautiful. What does Peter say? Peter says, I'm going to talk to you right now, elder to elder. Peter's not not stepping over them. He's not, he's not calling an authority card here. He says, Listen, I, I want to speak to you as a fellow elder, as someone who's, who has the same charge as you. And, and how am I going to speak to you? What's, what's the reason I'm going to speak to you? Because I have witnessed the sufferings of Jesus Christ, and I'm a fellow partaker of the glory that is yours. Wow, what a humbling reality. Peter, Peter doesn't say, I'm going to speak to you based on my credentials, based on how many people follow me, based on how big my, my church is, based on how many people I've led to Christ. He says, here's, here's, here's my whole resume. I've watched Christ suffer. And I, like you, get to be an heir of the glory that is to come. It, it's amazing. Peter goes back and forth. We've heard this again and again. These two themes of the suffering of the Christian are called to suffering because our Savior has suffered and looking forward to the glory that is to be revealed. So he says, I exhort you as a fellow elder. And he just says this. He says, shepherd the flock of God that is among you. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you. It's so beautiful, that, that language of shepherding. And as soon as we hear the language of shepherding, we think of the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In Psalm 23, we, we think of John 10 and, and Christ saying, I am the good shepherd. When we are told to shepherd as leaders, we are told to reflect the nature of God, a nature that, that tends and protects and, and, and is invited in as a under shepherd of our one true chief shepherd, Jesus Christ. In fact, when I um, part of the the being uh, stepping into the co leadership role is is one of the gifts I received for that 
uh, was a shepherd's crook, and it's still in my office, to remind me my call as a pastor is to shepherd. He continues, Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you. Now that's interesting. Now Peter's laying out sort of the one side of the cliff we can fall off of, the, the, the side of the tightrope we can fall off of, which is to say, as, as a shepherd, you have to offer oversight. You, you can't neglect that duty. You have to call people to follow Jesus Christ. You, you can't just be so, so much sort of under the sheep that you're, you're not even willing to speak with authority what God word, God's word calls us to. But then he reminds us, he says, shepherd the flock of God that is among you. Isn't that beautiful? The flock of God for us as, as under shepherds is not under us. The people of God are not under us. The sheep of God are not under us. We are a fellow sheep. We are among the sheep. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly. So we, we have to willingly speak hard things, hard truths, as God would have you. And then he says, not for shameful gain, but eagerly. Your, your motivation, it can't be to have a platform, to have status, to be respected. It can't, certainly can't be for financial gain. Peter says, you have to do so. You have to do so not under compulsion, not because somebody's forcing you. If, if you have an elder who's, who's, who's pushed up there, like a, you think of the story of Saul, who's kind of shoved up as, hey, we're going to force you to become our leader. That's not the leader that God wants. God says, I want you to say yes to the leadership call that I have on you, but make sure you're not doing it for your own gain. And he says this, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. So we're supposed to, as pastors, we're supposed to call those uh, under our care to, to, we're supposed to say hard things, but not in a domineering way, not in a way that, that speaks down to people or as though we're beyond these challenges or above these challenges. He says, don't speak domineering. He says, instead, be examples. Like, what good is it if I'm preaching God's word faithfully, but then out of completely out of step, step with it? I have to lead with my example. As your pastors, we have to be those who are leading with our humility, with our, with our submission to God's word, with our, our stepping into the gifts of the spirit, to the love of one another, and to humility. All these things begins with our humility, with our being examples. And then he concludes this way. And when the chief shepherd appears, Jesus Christ, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. That's the other side of this tightrope. Peter makes no bones about it. Being an elder, being a pastor is incredibly hard. The, the calling is incredibly high. We have to be those who do so willingly, not on compulsion. We have to be willing to say hard things. We have, to, we have to be those who are not domineering, not doing it for our own gain. And at the end of that, of that tightrope, Peter says, there's, there's the chief shepherd. There's Jesus Christ. He's going to crown you with his crown of glory, with his crown of honor. We do it for our shepherd. We do it as sheep among sheep. That is our calling. It's a, it's, it's a humbling thing to, to even read those words to you. Uh, but it's Christ's call on my life. It's Christ's call on, on every leader here at New Life, every elder 
And I would say this, I, I say this often to men I'm discipling. I would say, it is our call as those who follow Christ to yearn for this calling, yearn for this mantle. Men out there, men, I, I invite you, this is a high and a hard calling, but it's a good thing to desire the calling of being an elder. And part of that is just the way it begins to conform our souls to look as under shepherd like the true chief shepherd, Jesus Christ. The more I look like him, the more my life is in conformity with him, the more he can use me for his purposes. New Life, would you pray for us? Would you pray for your elders? Would you pray for your pastors that we would lead this way? Would you be those who who step alongside us in prayer and, and pray for us. My heart is broken. I look around and it feels like every month, every passing month, there's another leader who has is, who is voided himself of, of being able to lead as a shepherd, as a pastor of the flock of God. We need your prayers. And may we be a church that as we lead like Jesus Christ, we point to Jesus Christ the only perfect, the only true, the only good shepherd that we have. And may everything we do give him glory and not ourselves. Let's pray. God, I thank you for the gift of the calling of being a pastor. I'm so humbled, God, or that you would call me as a pastor. Lord, I'm so aware of my own inability to live out that calling in a way that reflects you. And so, God, please, please make me humble. Please make me speak with your truth, with your authority, God, relying on your strength. And, God, I pray that new life would be a place where people are shepherded well, people are cared for well, God, not because of the strength of my character, not because of the strength of my personality, Lord, because of the strength and the glory and the sanctification of our good shepherd. It's in his name we pray. Amen.